How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Everybody and welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show. We are so happy to have you on. I have one of my favorite people in the entire world, really my co-captain of this podcast, Matthew Park. How are you today? Whenever I get to hang with you, I feel amazing. Right? I feel I feel like unstoppable. So, Jamie, it is always a pleasure to hang with my father. Thank you, Professor Park. Um, so, diving into today's topic, you sent it to me via WhatsApp. And you said, we're going to discuss essentially business and balance as it relates to families. Now, often when we have a topic come up on the trainer revenue multiplier show, it has something to do with what's going on in our lives. So I am curious, Matthew, as you also mentioned being raw and real on the podcast, what's going on that this particular um, topic spoke to you today? That is a great question, Jamie. And I think what came to me is I'm seeing a lot of our members and clients in TRM. You know, we have a lot of trainers coaches that come to us who have families who are married, um, who've or with their partner for a long period of time, got dogs, got animals, got kids, and they're they're navigating life with a family um, as they're growing their business. And I'm thinking, you know what? We hear a lot of our clients talking about that issue, that challenge, that roadblock, not roadblock, that growth curve. So I want to talk about it because I think right now, even with my two kids, you got, you know, Katie and two dogs, yeah. uh, a lot of our, cl- of our clients and coaches got again, two, three, four kids yeah. or our new, 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 new parents. And I think navigating talking about like what we do or how we deal with that, but also like being real saying it actually can be quite challenging to go through, yeah. but then what do you do to overcome it? How do, what are things you can be incorporating to know that you actually aren't alone in this process as you're evolving? Sure. And I think, I mean, we're okay. Would you like to start with how you, how, I mean, cause Matthew, you have started uh, that I recall three businesses specifically three big ones, right? You've got the, uh, IMBF Canada, we've got the rev energy drink and, uh, RE seven energy drink. And then, um, obviously TRM, right? So you've had this going and, and gen five businesses. I'm so sorry. That's okay. No worries. We always forget the PT business in the very beginning. I had a PT business for seven right. years. Okay. Um, yep. Then INBF, that not yep. WNBF, uh, then the RE7, also, also, also superly counted that for a year yes. and a half with Jay. Right. Right. Um, and now, yeah, now it's all right, now it's TRM. Okay. So how has how do you navigate the beginning stages of each business? The beginning stages as it relates to balancing the other areas of your life. That is a great question. The beginning stages. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the beginning stage of TRM when I first had Lily. So the biggest thing is being very open with your partner to say, listen, you know, we're, we're entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. You married a crazy person. Yeah. Um, be ready for the craziness, but also know that I'm going to still put you priority in this process. And it's always messy in the start just to be, just to be open. It's never perfect yeah. when we first begin it. Yeah. I think being open is number one, number one. And then it, when you always begin, it's going to be challenging. Although I did have help in the beginning of what to do from one of my coaches. So um, Aaron, of course, as you know, Aaron Parkinson was helping me navigate some of those things. He has three kids as well, by the way. So um, navigating that. But it was challenging. And until you actually 
be patient and kind to yourself to say, you know what, you're going to go through ups and downs parenting or raising dogs or raising your partner or taking time for them. It's the first while it's going to suck. Be yeah. real. It's going to suck. It's going to be yeah. very, very challenging, but you have to make the time. It's, it's like scheduling your workout in the gym. It's like scheduling your, for example, our date afternoons on Wednesdays, we schedule those in me and Jen. Yeah. Um, last week we lost daycare. So it was, it was me, Jen, and the kids out in East Bay's tonic for two hours going for a walk. We still did it because it was like navigating life, right? Yeah. Yeah. We came back, we felt refreshed for two hours for a walk. Again, some parents are home single or they're single or they, they got their kids full time. So I think when you first begin the business, you got to be kind to the process. Don't give up. Um, be flexible as you're building your routine with it because it's going to be create some issues. Yeah. But then just don't quit. Just keep going and get help to keep yourself inspired that it's possible to navigate those turns as you're doing that. Um, I love that. And I want to, oh my gosh, Matthew, you, oh, I forget the book and you told, you were the one that told me about it. Oh, totally forget. Okay. Either way, I think what you said was really important. You got to let your partner know from the outset that you are the crazy person who is going to be slightly unstable, but it's going to be fun and adventurous and exciting. What this book said was, there is no such thing as balance, okay? And here's why. This is, this is what balance is, right? Which means everything is on an even keel. What would have to happen for you to achieve balance is uh, in the middle of your workday or while you're taking a sales call and your wife starts to talk to you, you engage with her also right? That is balance, right? I'm doing two things at once. I am managing my business and my family. What this book said is that when you drop, think of it as food coloring and water. When you drop your business food coloring into your family, it poisons the water of your family. And when you drop your family's food coloring into your business, it poisons the water of your business. And, and therefore, there's like this icky element of money and business and clients and I don't know, stress and pressure in your family life. But then let's say, God forbid, I don't know, you and your wife are fighting and you're bringing that to your, that energy to your clients. So they said, have complete time blocks devoted to one or the other, not and or. This is why you inspire me, Jamie. <laughs> because whenever I get off track, I think of Jamie Fowler, just so you guys all know on this podcast show, because I am the crazy, creative, Jamie knows, outspoken you know, guy. But Jamie's mm. always a person. She's the time queen. I call it time queen. Like the person that just, you know, has a schedule, keeps me on point, and just re keeps reminding me the importance of that. So my kudos goes to you on that first thing, because that's one of your skills that I don't have yet. Thank you. Um, but you are right. And when you're an entrepreneur with a family, whether that's partner or animals or kids, it is going to be a shit show. Excuse my French. Um, and be prepared that, you know, being flexible, but also having a routine. And so again, why I go to Jamie for this, you know, for her expertise on this is that don't kill yourself. I feel guilty if you do screw up because you're going to screw up. Just oh, yeah. work through it and keep pressing forward. But it's funny, actually, Jen and I were talking about this actually recently. Me and Jen were talking about this and we always joke about, I says, baby, you, you, you married a really crazy, weird person. And she's like, I know I would never marry my nine to five kind of guy. You, you are a nine to five guy. I'm like, I'm never nine to five. I'm still, I do work on the weekends. Sometimes I think I'm also, sometimes I work the weekends, but yeah. um, I also really, really love what I do. 
Um, but I also do have boundaries as we talk, we hear from Alex, right? Boundary thing and yourself as well, uh, Jamie. So I think having the boundaries, like you said, like that sacred Wednesday for me from one thirty to five, it's never, it's always, if I'm, if I'm traveling, that's fine. But if I'm at home, yep. that's a routine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think both of us went through sometimes still go through, like if we're launching a new project or we're taking on a new employee, we still go through phases where to an extent, I don't want to say we neglect our families because that's not what we do, but we definitely give, let's say 80 business, 20 family, right? But here's the thing guys. And this is the other reason that we need our families and to, you know, Matthew said his family will always be a priority, right? It's because hopefully if you're in a relationship or you have kids, they fill your cup they recharge your batteries. When a client has given you a really hard day, or you've had five clients leave you in the same day, which I'm sure we've all had, you can always go back to your wife. You can always go back to your husband, your family, your pets, right? Everyone knows that like, there's nothing like a puppy cuddle. Um, and if you start to, like we talked about, kind of poison that water and made your wife resent you for working so much, she is no longer going to be what recharges your batteries. And then, and then what will you have? So, yeah, it's so amazing that you're doing all of this to try to put, you know, a roof over your family's head and food on the table and clothes on their back. But if they resent you because you're never there to enjoy the house, the food, the clothes with them, then why were you doing it in the first place? And you're going to Mexico in a couple of days. I'm literally going to Mexico in a couple of days. Yeah. Is it a couple of hours? No, it's a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> Just check. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think, okay, so I, that's so funny because you wrote, you, you said, I work on the weekends and underneath I wrote, I work on vacation. And I'm always very clear about this, right? I've never told TRM, right? I always, I call it lap tappy hour. Some people have happy hour. I don't drink. Uh, so what I do is one or two hours per day on vacation while Katie is typically taking a siesta, I will pull out my laptop, answer client emails and DMs, shut my laptop, and that will be it for the day. I love and that, that. Is, that is our version of balance. And I'm all in with Katie when I'm there, but I'm all in. She's not allowed to bug me during laptop hour. That's it. That's for me and my clients. Right. That's and that's how we're able to afford to go on vacation. Right. Then I'm still answering emails. How do you how do you justify your working on weekends to Jen and the kids? Well, Saturday morning, I'm always going over my metrics and my dashboard. stuff. it's kind of a routine for me. And I'm also doing some writing. So Jen knows I have a morning routine where I come down to my office um, and I sit here and I do some reading, learning, journaling and also some writing like in, in my little office in the corner. Like basically it's a it's a corner place. So. Jen knows that's my time. If I don't get my time, I'm I'm not a very healthy mentally Matt Park upstairs. Sure. So Jen gives me a space. Um, but with that, you know, Jen's like, babe, I have a rule. 5:30 onwards, it's our time. So yeah. and we have a very clear distinction of that. So after 5:30, hey, we have two hours with the kids. We eat, we have fun, we do all that kind of jump back. When they go to bed, it's like, babe, you can do whatever the hell you want after you go to bed. If you want to read or do any notes after, I don't care what you do. Sure. That's that's up to you. So yeah. you'll probably notice, yeah, I'll give you a message at like nine o'clock at night because the kids are now in bed. You know, if I remember, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how I am. What about you, Jamie? Um, I mean, typically, so three days a week, Katie is at her, her job. So she leaves the house around seven. She finishes at 3.30, typically goes to the gym after. So in a, a perfect world, 
I try to finish my work by 3.30 so that I can meet her at the gym at four. But if it's just too much work, I will go to the gym in the morning so that I can be done my work by the time she is home from the gym around 4.30 or five. And then at that point, that that's our, our line. That's our hard limit. Question. So for you and Katie, do you guys have date days or is it more of date activities that you guys do? I would say, I mean, weekends are typically date days. Okay. Because um, other than my my 9 a.m. call on Sunday with my platinum group, there's not a whole lot of work. So weekends are definitely date days. But then other than that, date activities. Like last night, we went out to downtown Tampa. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it for now. I mean, sometimes on Thursday and Friday, again, now that she's working for me, she'll say, hey, clear your schedule in the afternoon. We're going to do this. And I'll say, okay, no problem. So you and her sit down and actually go over a plan, correct? Basically a plan of, okay, number one, here's where your week's at. I'm assuming that's where the, here's your week's at. Here's our time for you, you know, you and her, yes. whatever it's going to look like. For, there's dog time for you guys or whatever. So you guys do that, correct? Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah. That's so funny. You should mention that. So for those of you listening, I'm sure you've gotten this impression already. I'm a total type A. So I plan when I go out to walk my dogs, it's 1030 and 130 every single day. I also plan when I'm going to hang out with my wife because everything in my life is so organized. And, um, as, oh shoot, I forget whether it was David Goggins or Jocko Willink. They said, discipline is the ultimate freedom. It is because everything in my life is so rigorously and robotically scheduled that I can go to Mexico whenever or do whatever, right? Um, so yeah, that's that's how my life works. How do you how do you I mean, I know you and Jen have your Wednesday afternoons, that's great. And then it sounds like also after 5:30, kid time. Um, but then once the kids go to bed, how do you now navigate you and Jen time? Well, Jen's in bed by 7.30, 7.45, because oh. she's usually up at night with the kids or okay. up at four o'clock in the morning to take, be, yeah. be with the kids. Yeah. So I usually put the kids to bed um, at around 8.30 or so. Um, we'll usually hang, we'll usually watch a cartoon or we'll play an activity or go for a walk, whatever. So some kind of activity, you know, fun, relaxing thing, right? But when they're in bed, usually I'll usually go plan my plan my next day. Perfect. Go for yeah. a walk, maybe watch a show one night because I want to relax, do a book or whatever base. It's more like just my time. Yeah. But I've realized that um, in the morning, that's like, you know, I get up in the morning first thing around 530. I get a coffin down the office. I'm usually it's my time to do some learning, journaling, writing, and then boom, look at what things I'm going to do for the day. And usually that's kind of separating myself um, from the kids upstairs. That's so important. That's so important. We always say in TRM, right? Your day starts the night before. Um, so Katie and I will also typically have a discussion. She'll say, you know, what, what either when do you have a break tomorrow or what are you doing tomorrow? So that she also has a basic idea of when, when she can have me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think something really important, and I'm sure, you know, well, at least I know this about you, Matthew is we'll, we'll have a plan for work, but if something comes up with the kids, with the dogs, with the wife, you drop literally whatever it is. If that means you can't make it to a platinum call, if that means you and I reschedule the podcast, if that means I have to cancel a sales call family first, always. That's a hundred percent. That's one thing I really respect about you and I both is that we have that core value, you know, mm -hmm. with you and Katie and the dogs and my kids. And yeah. you're right though, because family is first business is, is there as, as a means of it's part of our life. Yeah. But you know, Katie's Katie's you, Katie's half of you. Right. Right. That's it. That's it. Um, so I guess the question is how, as you've, 
as you've gone through these five businesses, how has your perspective changed? Okay. That's a really good question. So, okay. So the evolution from, you know, personal training to then starting INBF did that for nine years, doing the beverage company for about five years, um, super league for a year and a half now TRM. Okay. I'm going to kind of, I kind of give that kind of reinforce the timeline. Okay. So I'm going you guys be very open. I was, was a workaholic back in my day. So it's funny because I was also a competitive bodybuilder back in the day where I did about, you know, 10 shows mm-hmm. turned pro at 25. Um, and I was competing, thinking that competing would be my way of building the business, which was when I do something, I do do it very obsessively. You probably yeah. can tell. I, I like go all in, right? That, that test of quality, right? So it's like I go compete, but I forget about the business. So I've learned over the growth of me and maturing as a business person, also as a family man now, that my priorities have changed where I still train obsessively like three times a week in the gym. I'm yeah. not competing anymore, but that's a value that makes me a better father, sure, a better businessman. So, um, but now work doesn't define who I am. It's a part of my life. And now I have more joy in seeing the smile on my kids, the smile from Jamie Fowler at the end of a call, the hug from my, from my wife, that to me is more of my satisfaction and and, and joy than trying to fit fourth hour days in because I learned something from my, from my childhood about last week, Jamie was kind of cool is I realized working long, hard days and weekends was a badge of honor in my family. I took that badge on with me to like, just work and be busy all the time in my companies. Yeah. And, but I never was really progressing. It was just being like, just, if you're really busy, you're doing something good. Yeah. Yep. And I carry that to when I had Lily a bit, when I first had her and I was kind of struggling to overcome, like, how do I re realign this, not balance it, realign it where I have priorities. And now I've, I think I've really figured the sauce out. It just took, it took, you know, 17 years to figure it out, but um, and we're all, we're always evolving, but you said discipline is freedom and you are so freaking right. I think yeah. discipline is also free when you actually can discipline yourself to give yourself time off as well. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. John has to pull that out as one of our sound bites. Cause that is freaking brilliant, dude. hundred percent. Yeah. All right. I love it. Um, Oh my gosh, I was going to say something. Right. Okay. So in terms of my own perspective, I obviously have not started nearly as many companies as you have pretty much been doing the same thing. It's just grown over the last three years with TRM. Um, And honestly, my perspective has shifted. Are you familiar with the five love languages, Matthew? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. So back when I was starting and Katie, I mean, because I got my green card after Katie and I got married. So my first year of business was also our first year of marriage. So I was all similar to you. I was all about proving myself. All right. How can I, how can I show her that I can provide for this family? So therefore the love language was things or gifts rather. Right. So it was all about money. It was all about workaholism. It was all about income, income, income. Uh, so let's buy her this gift and that gift and this trip. But then as my business and, systems have come into play and our marriage has evolved. Katie's love language has also shifted to quality time. So now it's, okay, how can I spend more time? How can I automate? How can I systemize? How can I organize? How can I get more discipline back in my day to give her that, to speak that love language instead? Ooh, that's really good, Jamie. Yeah. How has it changed your marriage? I mean, it's, it's much better now because 
I, so I had a friend who used to be a, a personal shopper at Holt Renfrew, you know, the upscale, the department store in, in Canada. And she said that more often than not, she would get calls from the assistants of doctors and lawyers saying, hey, can you pick out a nice gift for, so, for Dr. So-and-so's wife? He's not going to make it home. Or for whatever reason, the doctor had to make it up to his yeah. wife, right? Whatever he was doing. And I said, I never want to be that person where I have to give my wife a gift because I'm not present. I want, I know it's so cliche, but I want my presence to be the present. So that's how it shifted that money is only good if you mm. have someone to enjoy it with, right? You just had it. That's a soundbite right there, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so that's, wow. yeah. So that's how it's changed the marriage is this, we just enjoy each other's company more. And we realize that yeah, you can get whatever things you want. You can buy whatever you want. But if if it's just you alone in a room enjoying a piece of jewelry or if it's you on vacation alone, it's it's not very much fun. Okay. Uh, so I want to ask you about your dogs because dogs, I know people, a lot of people have dogs. So you got sure. to, you know, yeah. how do you manage your dogs with your business? Um, okay. So uh, most of the time one will appear on a call Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or at least her butt will show up on Zoom. Um but like I said, so I think, and, and I, I know that you can appreciate this because you two take your children on walks. I know this. You'll go for like 90 minutes in the morning pushing Jimmy in a stroller, right? If it wasn't for my dogs, Matthew, there, there would be days where I would forget to leave the computer. If I didn't, if I didn't, if she didn't need to pee, I wouldn't leave at 1030. It would be start at 730, take a break at noon for my own lunch, 1207, get yeah. back to the computer. So hence the break officially at 1030 and 130 every day. So I'm so grateful that my dogs have to pee or I I would just be here the whole time. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I want to recap a couple of things because, you know, you got a wife, you got two dogs, mm. you know, I got two kids, I got a wife. Yep. And what are things you would share with our members on like, uh, I don't want to use the word balance. I want to use the word more of like integrating, you know, um, yeah, growing their business, but still having the priority as family. What yeah. do you tell them, Jamie? What do you tell them? Okay. So if we had to summarize and recap, um, number one, remember why you're doing this. So when you have a wife and two children to support, you're doing this for them. Don't forget about them while all of this is going on, uh, which leads into like part B is it's no fun to enjoy a vacation alone. Right. Whether that means your wife is enjoying it alone because you're back at the resort working or uh, you sent her off on vacation because you were too busy working. Um, so, yeah, just don't forget the impact um, on your family that that your work has mm. be my biggest thing. What is your what is your biggest takeaway? Not being on my phone when the kids are around. Oh, that's so important. Yeah. Um, so Jen and I have put a rule in place that I don't want our kids to see us on our phone because I feel if they do that, I think the phone's more important than them. I just got goosebumps. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I I've read, uh, I mean, if you look at statistics about how frequently people look at their phones, like how many times people will pick up their phone over the course of an hour and you think about how much attention a child needs, that's not a very good statistic right? Because anything could happen. Also, oh my gosh, you're going to love this. So I was listening to a meditation yesterday and they said, the reason that the population is 
walking around at kind of like a baseline, like a lower than baseline level of happiness is because we're on our phones so much. We're not in the present, which means we can't enjoy the future as much. Oh, I got goosebumps. Oh my because, gosh. Right. You're missing what it is you're creating now that you should be enjoying later. Jamie. Yeah. Which applies to your family too, right? How much more rewarding could your marriage be? How much, how much more fantastic would it be to see Lily graduate knowing you never missed a night of doing homework with her or missed like a, a music recital or something she was part of, right? Every single moment with Lily you were in, which makes her, her fifth grade graduation, her eighth grade, her 12th grade graduation, that much more, I don't know, incredible. Oh my gosh. You know, yeah. came to me as you said that is that we become this, this busier population towards doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And you hit the nail on the head with this meditational phone thing. And I think that, um, like, for example, with my kids and the family, it's like, uh, you know, I, I have to catch myself. That's why I have an office in the corner yeah. is, you know, even if I see the kids for half an hour quality time a day and that, that half an hour is really truly for them. Yeah. I've realized I'd sooner do that than spending three hours with them on the, on the couch or upstairs playing right. on my phone, looking at messages and they're seeing daddy on their phone, which yeah. I think a lot of us do unconsciously because we're conditioned to do so. And including me once in a while, mm -hmm. I think reminding ourselves about that is important. It's probably, you know, I know that you got, you got dogs, but let's face it. Dogs are kind of like people. They need attention. They a hundred percent. They will even like rest their face on their, they'll let you know, right. They'll let you know yeah. when they will you. Yeah. Totally. All right, sir. Well, that was brilliant. And we could clearly keep going uh, on that topic and also, you know, how to get off your phone, but still be present for a client that lends itself to a podcast perfectly. Uh, Can I share one, one last thing there, Jamie? Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I think the one thing I want to share is that um, this is me being raw with the whole crew and, and just you and more so the crew listening right now is that it is possible to raise a family and have a successful company. Mm -hmm. It is possible. Sure. I think the first thing is we, number one, we have to believe it is possible. And number two is we have to, you know, be willing to make the effort and the sacrifice to go in there and do it. Like not a sacrifice to hurt anybody. It's just the means of like letting some other stuff on the side yeah. to put more attention over here yep. and, and let those things go in a way to allow you to have the freedom to go do what you want to do. I think that's the biggest thing is because I, I do hear parents say, Jamie, that, oh my gosh, I got kids now. They use it as a crutch to grow their business. Yep. And I don't believe that's, that's true. It yeah. obviously be thinking your mind it is. Yeah. So I think, you know, you've got Katie, you got the two dogs and you know, I got two less furry kids. Yeah. Um, but it's more of the belief that if you do put yourself around other entrepreneurs who've got families that are doing well in their life, you're of course going to resonate with that as well. So mm -hmm. be, you know, be around our circle, be around Jamie and I and the crew, because you're going to be around people that basically have a family that are doing very well in life. Yeah. Um, but knowing that belief is possible. Matthew, thank you so much for your, your pearls of wisdom and education that come from both experience and knowledge. We appreciate it so, so much. Is there any last words you want to share, Jamie, to the crew? Any last words from you? 
I'm I, I think you're totally right because we had someone in TRM come in at Kickstart when she had just gotten a newborn. And now she is at the point where she's online, she's in person, she's hybrid, she is completely thriving. Her child has also just celebrated her first birthday. Um, and essentially, so did her business at the same time. And and both the daughter and the mom and the business are all thriving. So yes, you're totally right. It can be done. Thank you, Jim. You rock. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for listening to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show. We appreciate it. If you like what you heard today, please share on Facebook, Instagram. Please rate us on wherever you are listening to this podcast, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. If you tuned in on Facebook Live, even better, you got to see our faces. Until next week, take care of yourselves. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you for listening to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Trainer Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Trainer Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money-making, business-building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.